Hello, this is Roy Lilly. It might be a bit early in the morning, but I'd recommend a stiff drink. I'm sending a little factoid down your way. Here it is. According to NICE, in 2017, 300,000 people were diagnosed with hospital-acquired infections, costing an estimated £1 billion. Numbers now are a bit fogged with COVID, but if the total's been halved, it would still be the equivalent of the population of Oxford. A big number and a big worry. This is the sort of factoid that is, well, worrying. So much so, the World Health Organization produced a global report this May. They tell us, out of every 100 patients infected, in acute care hospitals, seven patients are in high-income countries. That's us. Ouch. They add solutions to 70% of infections are pretty low-tech, hand-washing and good practice. These sort of factoids come with a wow or a what or a really? What about these little nuggets? Most people are still receiving good care, although this is less likely to be the case for people living in deprived areas, disabled people and people from ethnic minority groups. This is no surprise, is it? How about only two in five people are able to leave hospital when they're ready to do so? Well, yeah, social care is on its knees. We know it's going to be like that for the foreseeable. Try this. There isn't the social care support in place for them to leave stuck in emergency departments waiting for a hospital bed to get the treatment they need. Well, as bad as it is, we see it on the telly at almost every newscast. You probably know this too. People stuck waiting for ambulances that don't arrive because those same ambulances are stuck outside hospitals waiting to transfer patients. If you didn't know that, you'd have been living in a hole in the ground. The paper's front pages repeatedly picture the fluorescent yellow and green snake waiting outside A&E. What do you think of this? Without action now, staff retention will continue to decline across health and care, increasing pressure across the system and leading to worse outcomes for people. Who is there that doesn't know this? 40,000 nurses left the NHS last year prematurely. We also know that our part-time secretary's state for health Number 21, preoccupied with being Deputy Prime Minister and propping Tizzy up in Number 10 and schmoozing for Bojo, has neither the wit nor the wisdom to sort any of this out. No money, no parliamentary time, no interest. Think about this. The current recording of democratic data, especially on ethnicity and disability, is not good enough. Is there anyone working at an ICS who doesn't know this? Does anyone not know workforce shortages across sectors needed to be addressed through innovative initiatives that look to the future and can be delivered at local level? All the time the chief nurse gets away with rummaging around the world and allowed to bring in nurses from Nepal and India, 
no one's going to move this up the agenda. And there's this. With 165,000 vacancies in adult social care, there needs to be a real step change in thinking about how to attract and retain staff. We know. We know. We know. This recitation of the bleeding obvious is not a potpourri of headlines from the tabloids, a collection of gossip from down the pub. All of it is taken from this year's CQC's annual report. Yes, they've taken a year to tell us the NHS and social care is collapsing, a year watching the NHS and social care go down the swanee. On the day the Kirkup report delivered de devastating news about East Kent's maternity unit, the CQC told us the quality of maternity care isn't good enough. The CQC costs well over £200 million a year and 3,000 people to tell us how bad things are. Most of its income from the budgets of organisations strapped for cash. What could we do with £200 million? Well, here's another factoid. At £11 an hour, we could buy £18,181,818 hours of social care <laughs> your call thanks for listening i hope we'll speak again soon bye bye now